I am really taken by this story of Paul Pelosi. Uh, Paul Pelosi is uh, the husband of Nancy Pelosi. She's the Speaker of the House. You've seen pictures. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. That's how we play our game. He involved in a DUI. But you don't get to see the dash cam or body cam footage. Oh, no. Active investigation. Sorry. You don't get to see that. I, I find this to be stunning. This is, ex- this is exactly the everything that is so problematic to so many of us. Oh, don't get me wrong. The economy is so problematic to so many of us. Holy crap. Those inflation numbers are brutality. And then there, were, there was, where, where, where was it? Where did I, it got sent to me from Seeking Alpha. Uh, consumer sentiment turned sharply lower in June, comparable to 1980 recession. Well, that's that's wonderful. Uh, it was 58.4 in May. It was expected to be 58. It's at 50.2. Everything that we've, by the way, always said and always discussed is that consumer confidence is massively weak. And consumer confidence is everything, right? That's the number. One of the reasons people don't trust media is that there's no confidence. And this Paul Pelosi conversation is exactly it. Here is the husband of the most prominent Democrat, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. He's involved in a DUI. Immediately, what you hear from uh, from the, the Pelosi people is, uh, Nancy Pelosi wasn't there. This is none of your business. Nancy Pelosi wasn't even there. Don't don't even look at her. She didn't do anything wrong. Settle down. All right. We weren't blaming her. But nice to to throw uh, the husband under the bus the way you did. And then you heard from the Pelosi team, the Paul Pelosi team, it might not even have been him. It might have been a different Pelosi. You're like, what in the world is this insanity? And now... The DA in Napa is like, well, it's an ongoing investigation, so we can't, we can't be sharing this information. Nonsense. Of course you can. And if it was a Republican spouse, male or female, you would. If it was a Republican, Republican Speaker of the House, and their spouse was involved in a DUI, all you would see is the photos. Everywhere you looked would be the photos. It would be nothing but photos. 24-7, 365 photos. Who are we kidding here? What kind of game of pretend are we actually involved in here? When we take a look at at the January 6th uh, conversation, as we've been talking about it uh, today, and if you missed my conversation with uh, Congressman Jim Banks, uh, I'll, I'll bring that to you. So stay right here. I don't mind investigations. As I've often said, I can't start an investigation. I can't stop an investigation. I am not about to get myself worked up over an investigation. I just won't do it. It's, it's, it's It's not worth the hassle to get angry over these things. But my conversations do deal a lot with security. And certainly I have no problem with you saying, well, Trump did this, this, and this. Now, none of that and everything they, they, they posed last night had not, not, did not equate at all 
with the idea of insurrection or incitement. I, I've shared what leads uh, to incitement. I mean, if we're gonna play, if we're gonna play the incitement game, well, then damn it, we're gonna play uh, the entirety of the incitement game. We're gonna play every last bit of it until there's nothing left. Tell me, explain to me, show me how what Trump did is incitement, and this isn't. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. And then a guy shows up to kill Brett Kavanaugh. Incitement. Now, I believe people are responsible for their actions. But if we're going to play the game that Trump's saying we're going to fight like hell, if we're going to play the game that Trump's saying uh, stand back and stand by is really giving orders to the Proud Boys, good God. By the way, the stand back, stand by thing, I've always thought that was the craziest. Do you not know how Trump talks? Do you not know how he gets himself in trouble time and time and time and time again? Because if somebody is doing what he likes, he doesn't go after them. He doesn't do it. He finds a way to massage it. Only the people who hit him does he have no problem with being cutting through it all and hitting back. It's his style. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm saying it's his. And I got to tell you, it took me a while to hear it the way other people hear it. Because growing up, you know, born in Brooklyn, grew up in Jersey, growing up that way, I heard this kind of stuff all the time. There was nothing new to it. It so naturally hits my ear that I had to start listening to it the way maybe other people would listen to it. But that's, that is incitement to insurrection. Chuck Schumer, total silence from Liz Cheney, stop it. Paul Pelosi is a Republican. I I have I have the dashboard camera. I have I have the body uh, worn camera. I've got cameras from the jail. I got cameras everywhere. I got cameras in his apartment, and it's a twenty four seven news cycle thing. If he's a Republican, people are exhausted by these levels of double standard, and that's why they're dismissing things left and right. Should you dismiss the January sixth committee? I talked to Congressman Jim Banks about what it is he thought of it. Keep it right here. Governor Eric Holcomb's $1 billion tax refund doesn't go far enough. And, and 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 here's the line. I'm I'm gonna scream. I am gonna scream out loud. Pastor David Green of the Concerned Clergy of Indianapolis saying that it doesn't go far enough. Now you know the billion dollars. Me, I'm Tony Katz, by the way. Hey, what's going on? Everything at TonyKatz.com, TonyKatz.locals.com. Uh, be a part of what we're doing. It's kind of awesome. So 
we have to do something to help with inflation. No, you really don't. As we as we've already discussed, you you can kind of settle down just just a scotch and maybe not vote for people with bad policy. Maybe vote for better policy. But the governor decides, well, he's not going to suspend the gas tax. That's what the Democrats want. No, no, no. He's going to engage a $1 billion tax refund. Uh, Every taxpaying Hoosier is going to get about $225. Now, I don't really object because I believe you should always get your money back. It's your money. You should get it back. I believe in this. But as I said, I don't know if government should be getting involved in this. The inflation is not the state of Indiana's fault. It is the fault of policy on the federal level, and Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. They want to avoid that uh, responsibility. And so you keep hearing things like, you know, the Republicans, they don't have a plan on inflation. Not in charge. Although I should argue, Republicans may want to put forth some plans. You you, you might very well be in charge soon. You're going to have to uh, understand how to get uh, supply chains uh going and growing you need goods in order to be able to buy the goods in order to bring down the inflation so you 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 have me in this place where i'd never ever object to people getting their dollars back it's their money and it should have happened regardless of the price of gas right that's my positioning Pastor David Green of the Concerned Clergy of Indianapolis says, we need to give more to some people based on total household income and less to others that have an amount that exceeds a level. He then continues that lawmakers should increase the state's minimum wage, which will provide another layer of relief for Hoosiers during hard times. Wow. Wow. Employers should pay more because, of course, they can absorb it. Gas is over five twenty-five a gallon across the state of Indiana, and people are going to be going out less. Hospitality is going to get punched in the mouth repeatedly for quite a few months ahead of us. Who knows how long? But we should increase the minimum wage. And then here's the big one from Senator, uh, not Senator, Pastor David Green of the Concerned Clergy of Indianapolis. It is so crucial that this is done with an equity lens and not just trying to say, oh, I rolled out a billion dollars. How many Hoosiers did you help? An equity lens? Good Lord. Can I just tell you, when, when, when the bigotry is top line from a pastor, if I paid taxes, I should be able to get some of it back if I overpaid. If you have a surplus... We pay to run the government. We don't pay for the government to profit. Give me my money back. I'm the guy who paid in. And let's take a look at the fact that the guy who maybe makes, or the woman who makes a million dollars, oh my God, I had to actually say, or the woman, like that was necessary. I'm a schmuck. They probably paid more in taxes than the person who made 52000 a year, but everyone's getting back the same. Now you're saying those people shouldn't get back anything because they already have enough. Pastor David Green decided who has enough. Wow. What do, what do you know about that? Pastor David Green, he's passing judgment here, there, and everywhere. You need more. You need a little bit more. You already have too much. As a matter of fact, give us 20 bucks. What do you know?
Now, if you don't consider that bigotry, well, then you don't consider that bigotry. Uh, That's bigotry. That is an incredible level of hate right there. That is not somebody who is with God. That is somebody who is with ideology. Oh, I'm going to get emails. I'm going to get emails because I should not be questioning a man's religious conviction. And I want to say for the record, I'm not. But when you use the statement that this should be done with an equity lens, that some people should get back less and some people should get back more and some people should get this and they shouldn't get anything, that is an incredibly insulting thing to do, that you think you know who deserves what. That is bigotry. That's the bigotry of Barack Obama. That's the bigotry of progressives. And you as a pastor are now engaged in it. Ergo, you are utilizing your ideology and not your religion. Don't tell me I can't defend my words. Come at me. By the way, why is government doing this? I think is a a solid, solid question. Is this, is this the responsibility of state government? I, the more I think about it, the more I don't think so. My argument about the gas tax was I didn't mind them suspending the gas tax. And there are people still pushing to suspend the gas tax. I argued, why not just cut the gas tax for forever? I'll take that deal. Maybe there shouldn't be sales tax on gasoline. That would help. That would go very, very far. If you want a gas tax because you specifically have created that tax for roads, I still object. But let's leave that just for the sake of the conversation. What about no sales tax on, uh, on gas? I like that idea. Why don't we, in the spirit of bipartisanship, what was, I can't remember her name, Producer Ari, the representative, state representative from Indianapolis who wanted to say no taxes on diapers? I'll get it for you. Thank you. I can't remember her name. I've never met her before. But she, had, she wanted this as an amendment. There shouldn't be a tax on diapers or feminine hygiene products. And I was like, damn straight. Oh, my gosh, that's wonderful. I got Democrats who want to get rid of taxes. Woo! You got to admit, that's, that's pretty awesome. You got somebody on the left who wants to get rid of taxes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm all about it. All about it. And uh, Republicans, I don't even think, gave it a vote. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? If if the governor is going to call a special session to enable this refund to go through, why not push these things? Try Try and do it. Have have the vote. You want it. You want it. I'm not so sure if, if it's worth the hassle on the gas tax because the governor's already said no. But Democrats could push it just to put him in a world of political hurt. Right? They they could they could absolutely do that. But get rid of the tax on on uh, diapers and on feminine hygiene products and baby formula. Carrie Hamilton, thank you, producer Ari. Why not? Perfect moment to do it. Indiana wants to be more welcoming to families. We want people. We encourage people. We support families. We encourage those who want to create a family and build their family right here as Hoosiers. So no tax on baby formula. No tax on diapers.
What? Tell me that isn't a good slogan. And not only a good slogan, it's better policy. And it could be bipartisan. It's a win. What are we doing? What are, it, it's, it's right there. It's right all in our reach. Fingertips, fingertips. It's right there. Do it. If, if, if Hoosiers woke up tomorrow to find that the General Assembly passed legislation that removed the sales tax on baby formula and diapers, you know what people would say? That's smart. Good on them. Some people would be like, wait a second, we have a tax on, on, on formula? By the way, I'm not 100% sure because there isn't a tax on food items, so maybe there isn't a tax on formula. I can find nine other baby-related items uh, regarding the tax, but the diapers? They'd be like, we have a tax on diapers? Makes sense to me. They would be thrilled and overjoyed. Now, I got to look it up. I got, is there a tax on baby formula? That's, a, that's, that's, that's my uh, question. I don't know if there's a sale. Oh, I got it. Not enough time to look. Ah! Someone's got to give me that answer. Because if there is, this is a winner. That's something government can do. Giving back people their money, well, that's something that government should always do because it belongs to the people. Guys, have the weekend. Enjoy. Breathe deep. I'll catch you on Monday. Until then, everyone, I'm Tony Katz. Take care.